Bible Dads. I'm Rob Taylor, and today we've got something special. Today we are going to talk about points and rewards. So not just miles, but actual points that you earn through credit cards, rewards that you earn through hotel stays, all that stuff. We have got Chris, who is my husband. He does an amazing job managing this for our family through both our business expenses as well as our family spending relating to bills, relating to travel, all that. So he's got some great experience. I do recommend that you either have a little notepad if you want to jot down some of the handy-dandy tips and websites that we recommend. But also, we are going to have some pretty solid notes on the um, podcast page. I've got Chris, who's my husband, and we are going to be talking about using points for travel because we travel a lot. He travels a lot for his job. I travel a lot for my job. We travel a lot as a family doing blog stuff. And um, he has really figured out a way for us to do amazingly traveling on points and using them for hotel tickets. Hotel tickets? Nope. (laughs) Hotel stays, plane tickets, all that stuff. So, yeah. um, Thank you for joining me, hon. You're welcome. Uh, So, yeah. It's hard to get away. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) um, So, we are going to first kind of just talk about the credit cards that we have because that is a huge way for us to earn points. Um, For my business, I've got my um, Alaska Airlines mileage plan Visa card. And then I've got my IHG Rewards Club credit card. And, um, man, I do all of my business expenses on both of those um what about you what do you have either that you use for us as a family or that you use for work and are able to earn miles what do you do well it's mostly for personal because for work i have to use my corporate card so i don't get to earn miles really with that oh that makes sense yeah yes um yeah i know it's (laughs) extremely unfortunate um but uh no so i have the alaska airlines uh visa signature card too as well and I have the uh, Southwest Rapid Rewards card. I only got that uh, just for uh, to earn the, the, the mileage bonus because I was having to buy tickets for work uh, with that card until I got my corporate card. So I Do you ever use that for us? No, not anymore. Now it's just kind of a backup card just in case we have to book anything on Southwest and then I can earn Southwest points. But okay. we'll talk more about Southwest later. I think we've got we've got oh, a Delta card. Yeah, so it's all coming back to me now. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> the Delta uh, Gold Amex Sky Miles card and the United Mileage Plus card uh, through Chase. I feel like we also don't use the United nope. Mileage Plus card. No, I actually want to make it go away. Yeah, it just renewed. It's it's only good to get the United Club passes. Uh huh. Uh, you pay, uh, I think it's a $90 a year, and then you get two club passes. Oh, which, That's you know like what? the main benefit. Me and the kids used those in Denver when it was snowing and we got stuck there. I yeah. was really thankful for those passes. Yeah. So when you think it's like 90 bucks for two passes, it's actually kind of a high-end spend. Yeah. Because with Delta, with a gold um, American Express card, you can get access to the lounge for 29 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, we tried to do that. Uh, where, where were we? In Atlanta a couple weeks ago. We didn't do it, but she said we could. Um, so of the different airline credit cards that you've got that we've got, um, which is the best? You know, I think it, Which is the best for us as a traveling family? 
you have to factor in brand loyalty, right? So the Alaska card is the best. And that's because for work, I travel on Alaska, um, you know, pretty much exclusively, unless for some reason I have to book Southwest or Delta or something, but that's, that's rare. Um, so when you go to Pennsylvania, who do you fly? Alaska. Oh, yeah. really? They fly direct to uh, BWI in, in Philly. Oh, who knew? Mm-hmm. I did. Oh. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but so flying Alaska exclusively, right? Um, they have a really great rewards program. So 20,000 miles flown, you become MVP. 40,000, you become MVP gold. 75 MVP gold, 75K. Um, but, um, but at those tiers, you start to accrue more miles for what you fly, right? So, Can you give an example? Yeah, so um, now being MVP gold, I think it's 150% um, miles earned. Oh, that makes sense because I was looking at my Alaska Airlines um, mileage activity, and it said that I flew 2,600 miles and I earned like 3,300 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So I definitely earn a lot more miles. What's unfortunate is that those additional miles that you earn um, don't count towards your elite status, right? So those bonus miles that you get don't count towards that status. So let's say you fly, you know, a thousand miles, um, you know, you'll get, um, you know, the, the 2000 miles as an example, right? If it's a hundred percent bonus for you as MVP. Um, but only those thousand miles that you fly count towards your elite status. So you mean, even though 2000 miles would be deposited in your account. So you fly a thousand miles and you earn 2,000 miles towards a future ticket, but then um, towards maintaining your status for the next year or going up to the next level. It's just the base actual physical miles flown. Exactly. That's what got my coworker um, kind of confused. Yeah. She, you know, once the new year (laughs) came, she went to go change a ticket and she had to pay $125 fee and she was confused. And it's because um, she lost her MVP gold status because she didn't actually hit 40,000 miles flown, even though she earned, you know, over 60,000 miles, right? But only your miles flown count towards your elite status, not the bonus miles. Because even, you know, all of, uh, all of our expenses, personal expenses, I just use the Alaska card for, which, of course, earns miles. Um, and you know, at the end of each month, those miles get deposited in the account with, you know, Alaska airlines count your miles, which is great, but those miles earned also don't count towards your elite status. Mm. Right. Stinky, but true. Mm. Actually, it's fine in the end, as long as you're flying, as long as you're flying. So I'm just looking at the other types of cards that we mentioned. So United mileage plus we talked about, um, the club passes was kind of the perk to that, but mm-hmm. with the annual fee, it doesn't necessarily make sense. United. Yeah. We're not United people. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, with Delta, do you have status, status with Delta? I mean, I know you've got your 12 status because we live in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, I love 12 status. I, I know. I think I just got a statement saying I've earned over like 3,600 miles just by being a 12 status member. And I don't watch football. Yeah. So here's the thing with mileage plans like Sky Miles or... Alaska Airlines mileage, mileage plan is you can um, watch the promo emails that come out and actually read them. And then you can sign up for individual programs where you can earn miles for doing nothing. So we both get miles for, um, is it passing yards or rushing yards that the Seahawks? Get? I don't even know what those mean, but whatever they do and it's positive, there's points. So 
based off of yardage gained in a game, we get individual miles into our Delta accounts. And that's for anybody who signs up to be a 12th man. Yeah, it's free. You just sign up and you say, I'm a 12th man. There's no validation or verification. You don't have to send in like your 12th man number or yeah. anything. So, I mean, with a program like that, that specifically, they renew it each year. So you have to manually opt back yeah. in. But if you watch for programs like that in all of the millions of emails that you get every day from every company, um, it's a great way to earn free and, miles. <laughs> and I don't know if it's just in Seattle, but also if you're, if you're a 12th man member flying on Delta, when they're boarding, that gets your priority boarding too. They'll, Seriously? Yeah, they'll board their 12th man people. But I don't know if that's just in Seattle. Like, well, um, I imagine if you are boarding in Atlanta and you're a... It would be weird for them to say, like, if you're a 12th man Seahawks fan, you get priority boarding. Yeah, that would be awkward. Yeah, I think it's just in Seattle. Does Atlanta have a football team? The Falcons. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. So maybe if you're a 12th feather... Yeah, sports. Ball. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but the other great thing, so you know, on Delta too, there's the twelfth man program, um, but also there's the Lyft program. So I, I don't use Uber; I use Lyft for a rideshare service, and Lyft also has a partnership with Delta. So I think you earn three times your, you know, three miles per dollar spent on a Lyft towards uh, Delta Sky Miles. And so I, you know, when I have to travel for work and I have to. Uh, and I don't have a rental car, I use Lyft, and that's another great way to just get miles deposited in my account. That is genius. I, that's why I started using Lyft. I forgot about that. Yeah. I couldn't remember I tell why everybody. I was doing that instead of Uber, and that's why. Yeah. Lyft has really great service, and also there's a partnership with Delta, so it's a bonus. Excellent. <laughs> um, so the other thing I want to talk about with a travel-branded credit card before we move on to non-travel credit cards is... Um, hotel brand credit cards so each hotel chain seems to have their own so there's the spg preferred guest branded card and then um there's the world of hyatt card and the marriott rewards card i think that is still separate from the spg card do you know i don't know we can research and find out um anyways and then there's the ihg rewards club card so have you ever had a hotel card Mm-mm. Because I've got one. Yeah. No, I, I find more value in the Arab miles over hotel. So points. here's where I find the awesome thing with using the hotel branded card is that whenever we go traveling and we're actually paying for our hotel versus doing it as part of a job, um, we get, and this is with my IHG Rewards Club card, we get um, 10 points for every dollar spent with the hotel company and then i believe it's three points on things like gas and groceries two points on airline tickets or rental cars and then one point on everything else so there's these different tiers of um, value something that's super important to understand with anything is how the points actually translate into product that you can use so for us we know that an ihg hotel we can get for 15 to twenty-five thousand points a night so as long as you know how quickly you accrue points, you can really determine which hotel branded credit card is going to work out best for you. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I've actually done some good analysis on that. <laughs> um, Non-travel branded credit cards. We've got one of those. Which one? Our BECU card. We've it's a got credit another union one too credit as well. card. Yeah, it is a credit union credit card, which is great. 
It's got a great APR. Um, you know, and we earn rewards, benefits, and stuff on that. Which, oh, that's the sound I'm hearing. I know, like, that's sorry. weird. Our cat is... His head is stuck in the bag. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're back. Cat's taken care of. <laughs> so we're talking about the BECU credit card. And, um, yeah, it's a, it, you know, we, we use it uh, frequently, and it's got a lower APR, and there's membership benefits and stuff that uh, come with it. Like we, what? I mean, you just earn rewards points. I can't remember how many points you earn per dollar spent are. I just know that we earn a lot. What we've gotten from it so far is we've gotten a Bose uh, SoundTouch speaker from it. We've gotten our Sony um, soundbar entertainment system for our TV. Um, there's, so we oh, use our credit card past, for groceries, and then we end up getting and then speakers. We, well, <laughs> we get speakers. But you know what we've also used for travel before in the past, that we've used it to buy uh, plane tickets even to Cabo. Uh, we've used it to buy plane tickets to other places too as well and hotels. Oh, you know days. what? I was going to say, I think we yeah. actually used it to go to Disneyland and we cashed it out to get um, Best Western gift oh, cards yeah. to use. And we used those at the hotel because we couldn't specifically, since it's a credit union, it isn't the same as like using like a Chase Sapphire program that has their private concierge. Um, we were able to cash out our points for a whole bunch of individual gift cards for the Best Western brand. And then we just booked our hotel like we would book any other hotel. And then when we paid, it was kind of funny because we showed up with the stack of all these gift cards. But then we paid using gift cards that we got with our BECU credit card points. Yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it's not bad. I mean, I, I still prefer purchasing items through the Alaska card to get the miles. But... Um, but the other, uh, credit card that is one of my favorites, it's another chase card. Um, and it's the Amazon prime chase card. So through, it's a visa. And so if you're a prime member, you can get this Amazon, uh, prime chase visa card and get 5% cash back basically on the purchase that you spend. And because is that what the points are that go with it is the cash back? Yeah, basically. So it converts into like Amazon points or your Amazon, your bank, Amazon kind of. bank. Like, yes, yeah, so you can see it when you're making a purchase on Amazon and you can see if you want to apply some of your rewards towards your purchase. And because we buy a lot of stuff through Amazon, we can just see the points and stuff really accumulate um, and the rewards grow. That's the, awesome. I've never actually looked at that. And I was just on Amazon today and I didn't even look and see what our points balance was. Yeah. I Do you ever use it? Right yeah. Oh. I, I've used it before, like oh, in a yeah. big purchase, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Just drop those, you know, 200 points or whatever towards towards a purchase. That is awesome. So there's one other, I've got one other um, non-travel credit card that has some cool perks to it. It's my, um, is the Wells Fargo um, Propel card from American Express. So it's pretty cool. Um, you earn different levels of points for different purchases. Um, again, broken down by like gas versus groceries versus airline tickets and such. Um, but it comes with other cool concierge type benefits and then also TSA pre-check or global entry. Well, see, that's what I was going to say about the Delta Sky Amex card is that it gives you a, a discount on clear. So I think also maybe a discount on global entry. I'm not sure I'd have to look again, but I know it does on clear. So I just signed up for clear uh, coming back from Atlanta. And I also signed up for Clear coming back from Atlanta. It was easy for you, wasn't oh it? Because I, it was only 50 bucks because I added you out of my account. It was super easy. I just walked up and I gave her my thumbs. I gave her my fingers. She scanned my eyes and... Validated your information on your yeah. license? 
it took less than two minutes. Yeah. Super Shocking. fast. But, but the cool part is that like if you have that uh, Delta Gold um, Amex card, uh, it discounts the membership by a hundred bucks. So instead of being $179, it's only 79 bucks, which is pretty cool. That is and awesome. then only 50 more dollars to add in a family member. Yeah. And since we're on that topic, um, in addition to making it so that it's easier to go through security with kids, if you already have pre-check and then you also get clear, you get an even better security line in airports that is clear with pre-check and you just go through, they scan your thumbs or your eyes or whatever. Um, they ask you a quick question and they move you to the head of the line for pre-check. They just, you just basically flash your boarding pass and the person says that you're good to go. Yeah. That's what I didn't know actually until like had clear was ex exactly how it works. So it's a, um, it's kind of a companion thing to pre-check. Mm -hmm. So they kind of work hand in hand together. So but you then have, you can also have each one individually without the other. Yeah. If you just have clear without pre-check, sure, you can go through and you can get scanned in quickly. And then you get brought to the front of the line of general security. But then you still have to take off your shoes and go through all that business. Yeah. Versus if you have clear and pre-check, then yeah. brought to the front of the line. So that's a cool perk to a points-based credit card. Well, so, you always have to look at like, what are those, what are the amazing things that I get with this specific card? What are those mm -hmm. extra bonus items, right? Yeah. So, I mean, whenever you're looking at any card, the things that we look for are, what are the annual fees? So we talked about that with the United card that it has that $90 annual fee. And basically that is purchasing those United club passes that you get, um, percentage rate, and then interest structure. If you aren't going to be painted off each month, that's something you want to look at and make sure you're not getting yourself into a pickle. Membership benefits. Uh, oh, the travel insurance. Have you ever actually used travel insurance? Nope. So it's something that I hear a lot about in the travel blogger community because a lot of travel bloggers will um, actually sell it through their websites as like an affiliate product. But also a lot of credit cards will offer, offer different types of travel insurance, including things like medevac, roadside assistance. It's not as comprehensive as if you were going to get something like Allianz, like the fancy travel insurance. But it... Um, is something good to be aware of if you are going to be traveling anyways. And then also um, another be benefit of membership to look for is fraud protection. And then the last thing to really consider is what the rewards program details are and the actual ease of use. So <laughs> we keep on talking about the United card that we never use. Do you want to talk about ease of use of United miles versus Alaska miles? So all I will say is I, so I flew United a lot when I worked for Starbucks and had to go to Shanghai. So I accrued a lot of miles. And when you try to use them, it's almost impossible to try to find a flight that um, doesn't also cost you, in addition to spending like almost all your miles, also still cost you like 200 bucks. Actually, I feel like we were yeah. looking for something like Mexico or something, and it yeah. was going to use all of the miles. It should have been something really reasonable. And almost $400 a person in taxes and it fees. Was, it was ridiculous. So I couldn't find a single flight. So I thought and said, you know what? What can I buy? Because the the one cool thing I guess about United that I I wish Alaska had um, is that you could actually go and shop for things with your miles, right? So they have a whole catalog of of items, right? Whether it might be electronics or luggage or whatever it might be, right? That you can go and shop for. And so instead of using my miles, uh, United miles, to actually travel. I bought a DSLR camera. I was like, fine, if you're not going to let me like easily Thank book you for a that. flight. I use it every day. I know. <laughs> I've got a, a, a Rebel, a Canon Rebel um, T3 something. Yeah. I can't remember. Um, 
but got that instead. Yeah, no. great. so that's why it's important to understand how you actually can use the points that go along with your credit card is so that you can either actually travel or um, be able to use them towards things that are worthwhile. Yeah. So. We have yet to do it yet, but Alaska just finally now created a partnership so that you can actually book hotels with your miles. We haven't done it. Um, and of course, you can earn miles at hotels. Yeah, that's um, true too. Time. Um, so we don't have too much time left. I wanted to talk about two last things. Um, we'll see if one of them is what I want to talk about that's a big mileage earner. Is it about Rocket Miles? Uh, yeah, Rocket Miles, Point Sound, and Caligo. Okay, so tell us, what are Rocket Miles, Point Sound, and Caligo? They're third-party hotel booking services that um, earn miles for hotel stays, right? So they're kind of tricky. I mean, you have to make sure that um, you know, you're not going to cancel your stay. Um, some are some have free cancellation, some don't, some lock you in. Um, they're non-refundable. But um, if you go and you look through one of these services for a hotel that you want to stay at, um, you can select which mileage program you want to earn mileage miles for. So Alaska, as an example, and you'll see your hotels um, that are available and will tell you how many miles you can earn. And some of them are like a big earn. And I check all three because one service might give you more Alaska miles than the other for the same hotel. And it's pretty amazing. Um, and so, um, I've earned a, a ton of miles just by booking hotels this way. Give you an know, example. Like mm, what was the last big deposit you saw? Uh, one was like 27,000 miles. Okay. That's crazy because that is a ticket. That it's is huge. a plane ticket. It's huge. <laughs> and I think it was for like a four night stay. And so you could be loyal to a brand. So I'm loyal to Hyatt because where I travel for work, I go to the Hyatt house all the time. And so I'm loyal to that brand as much as I can be. But if there's another Hyatt that's available, then I book at some other place. And when I book at some other place, I look in one of these third-party services because then I earn miles. So that still keeps my Alaska miles growing. So I'm banking all of my miles in one place. And I think that's so important because if you start kind of distributing your points that you earn across many different merchants, you it know, takes or, forever like, to accrue enough then to you're use not getting enough to use. It's yeah. like, okay, great. I earn, you know, 500 points here, 500 points here, 500 points here, you know, but if you put them all into one brand, you're going to earn miles much faster yeah. and be able to take advantage of that benefit. Yeah. In the show notes, you'll find there is a, um, a link to our article all about using points and travel. And there's a great chart in there that kind of breaks down everything um, regarding loyalty and where to bank and store your miles and everything. So check that out. Something that we talk about consistently is brand loyalty is where it's at and where you really start to see all the benefits because not only do you get, you start to really accrue points that you can use. Hyatt upgrades. <laughs> Hyatt upgrades for flights. You, um, I love getting my premium and first class upgrades because of brand loyalty. It's not because, you know, we're going to be, you know, paying extra for it or something, but it's just, it's available because we are so loyal to the brand. So that's something that is a huge benefit to being loyal to a brand as those special upgrades and such. Last little thing before we go is to consider everything we said with a grain of salt and um, remember that your credit is a statement about you. You don't need to get every single loyalty credit card out there and use them all. That's not what we do. We have tried lots and that's why we have lots of experience with it. But it's more important that you are watching after your credit and finances than just trying to earn points for future vacations, even though that is really exciting when that happens. So yeah, that's all of our tips, I think. Do you have any last minute thoughts about what else 
people should watch for for earning and using points for travel? No, just if um, you get one of if you get a new card and it's got a specific you know bonus points oh, yes. for spending a certain amount of money in a specific amount of time, make sure you do it. And make sure you pay it off. You know, uh, you don't want to miss that opportunity and be like, oh, I've only got like 30 days to do this. And you forget to do it. For example, if you get a new airline card and to get that 40,000 bonus miles, you need to spend $2,000 in the first 90 days that you have your card. Exactly. Make sure that you do that. So if that means that you are booking tickets for something or that you are paying the bills that you already have with that card, if that's available, so that you can hit that threshold and actually earn those points that you're signing up for. Yeah. Example, when I had got that Delta Sky Miles Amex card, I bought our hot tub with it because I already knew I had the money to pay it right off. So bam, 60,000 bonus miles. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we just did with my braces. Yeah. Used my Alaska Airlines card, got the miles, paid it off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fun Direct times. Smile Club. Direct Smile Club. <laughs> Good times. Um, If you have any extra questions for either one of us, um, feel free to leave a question on the podcast page. We will get back to you as quickly as possible. And if we get enough questions, then we'll do another chit chat about this in the future. I also want to know what tips you have. What tips I have? No, no. Audience. People people that are listening, not just questions, but but feedback too as well. Comments, right? So um, if you have some really good ideas that we haven't shared that you want to share with others, leave it in the notes. Thanks for hanging out with us today and chatting. And don't forget to check out our other episodes at twotraveldads.com slash podcasts dash episodes. All right. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Two Travel Dads podcast is written by Rob and Chris Taylor and produced by Rob Taylor in Suquamish, Washington. If you would like to be a guest on the Two Travel Dads podcast or would like to sponsor it, go ahead and visit us at bit, B-I-T, dot L-Y slash 2-T-D work.